I was just like, that's it. I'm, I just went vegan overnight. That's it. I've seen enough. I've heard enough. I've read enough. I'm not having any more meat. And it was just like, it was that easy of a switch for me. Cause I was already plant-based. I already tried uh, Mediterranean. I already tried going pescatarian, tried all these things. And um, yeah, I, I made that switch like really quick. You are listening to Plant Strength Radio. Each week, remarkable stories of plant-based healing, mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, and activism as told by those with the expressed desire to affect lasting change in our world. Real people, real experiences. Your host, Bobby Lynch. What's going on, guys, and welcome to Plant Strength Radio. I'm your host, Bobby Lynch, and today on the show, we have my good friend, Desmond Harris. Desmond is a certified personal trainer, wellness practitioner, and life coach who's the owner of Drive Your Health Fitness and Nutrition. And you can find him on Instagram at Des Harris Fit, as well as in his Drive Your Health Facebook community group. Welcome there, Des. Hey, happy to be here, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. I'm definitely, I'm super happy to have you on. So, um, so tell me a little bit, because I always like to ask this to everyone who is vegan. And of course, we are good friends. So I know that you've been vegan for a little bit now. For a little while. Yeah. For a little while. So how long have you been vegan for? Um, I'd say on and off for three years, three plus years, mm-hmm. just past that three year mark in December. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah man. So I'm, um, I'm uh, becoming a seasoned vet in this, in this, uh, new realm. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like coming up on coming, coming up on two years, fully vegan, been plant-based for, for over two years now, no meat, but yeah. not fully vegan yet. So that I'm getting, getting there soon. Yeah, that's why I say back and forth because like, yeah, I've been like fully plant-based for like definitely those three years plus. Fully vegan, I go in and out. You know, sometimes I run into having things with like cheese on it. So I guess I can't say I'm fully vegan, but um, basically I'm there. You know, I just... I'm I'm a plant based guy. Yeah, right? you're you're yeah. plant based. Got 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 it. Yeah, yeah. No, I I mean I've been fully ve- like fully vegan for a year and a half now, but coming up on that two year mark. But so, what ultimately led you to to plant based to veganism to start? Um, man, it started. I guess for me, it actually started with just looking at. I wanted to have better food quality. Mm-hmm. You know, so years ago, before I even started like really paying attention to nutrition, um, it was brought to my awareness how much, how bad processed food was, why it was bad. And it came down to like additives and food. Right. You know, and that's where it started for me. And I was like, damn, I want to eat food. That's a good, I want to feel great. I don't want to have, I don't want to fuel my body with things that are going to be bogging it down. Um, so that's when like my awareness sparked around you know, where my food was coming from and the quality of my food. So it was really health driven. Yeah, it really was. It started off health driven. And then what did it transition into? Um, it transitioned into, um, man, it transitioned into me looking at like meat and the problem with meat. Um, it transitioned to me looking at like my plate and realizing I could have a much more nutrient plate by including more plant-based foods. Right. And then when I started to, um, I actually started to experiment a little bit with like different diets, like Mediterranean, pescatarian, um, trying to go more plant-based. And then like, after I did that for a while, I started to look at where the meat was coming from. And that opened up a whole nother book of, you know, animal agriculture and what's wrong 
with a lot of the meat sources. And that was, uh, you know, that was like the second phase that really drove me to kind of, to make the switch. And I remember it was like a few, I guess it was like three years ago. It was like on, like, I just remember the day. It was like some day, like late December. I was just like, that's it. I'm, I just went vegan overnight. That's it. I've seen enough. I've heard enough. I've read enough. I'm not having any more meat. And it was just like, it was that easy of a switch for me. Cause I was already plant-based. I already tried uh, Mediterranean. I already tried going pescatarian, tried all these things. And um, yeah, I, I made that switch like really quick. That's awesome, dude. And how do you feel now since you've been fully vegan? I feel great. Yeah, I feel great. I remember the first week I went fully plant-based. I just felt like my energy levels were high. I was recovering great from working out. Mm-hmm. You know, I do a lot of running. So it was just like amazing. I felt much, much more better. And I tell people it's like running, you, your, your, your body just runs more efficiently. I find when people go plant-based because we're getting a lot of those micronutrients and we're just getting better nutrition without all the toxic elements of processed food and very not just not good animal proteins. Because animal protein is sulfuric and it really lowers the pH level of your body, whereas plant protein is very alkaline. So it increases your pH level and it just makes for a, a more positive environment on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Yeah. And I was like learning about the stuff too. And I like learned about how we digest meat and how long it stays in your tract for and all those things. And I was like, man, we just got to like for me, it was just getting myself to run optimally just, just to feel good. And, that's, and then looking you know, at our digestive tract as humans and comparing it to carnivores, we are not anywhere close. Yeah. Yeah. When you say carnivores, you mean like, um, like dogs and cats and, you know, like actual natural carnivores that whose uh, t- digestional tracts are very, very short. They're able to process the meat very quickly. It's not good for us to have that stuff in our body because our intestinal tract is so long, it takes forever to get through. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that was something I didn't realize for a long time. And I was eating meat for damn near my whole life, you know, 27 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Same. So tell me a little bit about your fitness journey, not regarding plant-based, but just to start with fitness. How did fitness come become a big part of your life? Um, fitness for me started when I was wicked young, bro. I think, I don't even know if we knew each other in high school, but that's where it started for me. It was like literally my last de- my last year of middle school. Um, you know, I didn't really take athletics seriously in middle school. I guess I was naturally athletic, but that eighth grade summer going into the freshman year, I was like, you know what? I want to play football, like for real, for real. I want to make sure I'm going to start. So I reached out to my uncle. He was also a coach. He had a coaching background and boy, he whipped me in the shape that summer. And (laughs) it was like, that was a, that was like the first, that's where it all started. We trained hard. And since then it's just been ingrained in my lifestyle from the age of, uh, I guess you could say 14. Really, dude, it's so it's so crazy it, because our stories are so similar. I was always like naturally athletic too growing up and I did play more organized sports, but for really when when fitness, working out in the gym became serious for me was 14 years old. It was after I played my freshman year of high school football and then it was starting to get ready for the next season. How can I get bigger, faster, stronger? And yeah. then it just grew into so much more than preparing for the next season. It became a lifestyle. Yeah. That's how it's been ever since. Yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Yep. I love it. Yeah. So, so what type, so what, like what type of training do you consistently do? Um, it's changed over the years. You know, when I started off in my, you know, back in when I was 14, a lot of Olympic lifting, you know, a lot of heavy lifting, 
um, you know, typical workout that a running back would do. Um, right. But, you know, after I graduated, um, you know, got older in my 20s, my, my training changed into like, I just started going more towards functional fitness, uh, trying just different avenues of movement. I got certified in yoga. I was like deep in yoga for like two years, man. Um, and, you know, I just, um, you know, I just, just kind of just kept rolling and just picking up these different, you know, aspects of fitness. Um, so I guess, like, I guess now it's, it's more of a, I do a lot of, I do a little bit of everything. It's kind of hard to nail it down. Yeah, you're just really well-versed. But I also yeah, do that you yeah. do a lot of marathons as well. Something that's just it's like, so it's not for me. <laughs> but yeah, tell, me, tell, tell me a little bit about that because I'm, I'm really curious to learn more about the marathon training. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Like two years ago, I just started running. Um, and honestly, I think I got into running because it was a mental thing for me. Mm-hmm. It was like uh, it was like a meditation. You know what I mean? Like my fitness level was there. I could handle going for a jog. So like there was just a, you know, you hear it all the time. People talk about the the runner's high. And for me, I like hiking and stuff. So running just hit a lot of different things for me. It was getting outside outdoors. It was a good mental release for me. And on top of that, it was, it was just another way to exercise. So, um, yeah, two years ago, I just like, screw it. I signed up for my first half marathon. Um, no, actually I signed up for my first 5k. Then I did a 10 then I did a half and I was like, I like this. I can do this. Yeah. You know, and then I just started, I just kept with it. You know, I just started running more. And have you done a full marathon yet? I did one. Yeah. Last, yeah, that's right. Two, yeah, you two, did. Two years ago, I think. Yeah. Freaking got crushed. <laughs> and now you're, you're preparing for another one. Yeah. 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 I'm doing the New York City Marathon this, this November. Oh, man. That's crazy. 26 miles. That's just, that's just insane. Just running that straight. Um, you know what? Hey, I'll sprint a mile and I'll be done. That's it. <laughs> It's a long distance running. I like my cardio. I like my stair climber and I love going for bike rides, but running, man, that's a different beast. So a lot of respect for that. Yeah. Yeah. It is a different beast, but you know, we're all, I think, I, I think we're all able to do it. It's, it's just like anything you got to train for it, you know? Yeah. Two and, and two with fitness, it's really about finding something that you enjoy. And that's what a lot of people I feel miss. And that's, you know, one of the reasons personally I came into the fitness industry and, and I, I probably would guess it's the same reason you came into it too, is to help people just realize that it's not, and not, there's no like one size plan that fits all. It's about finding what works best for you. Yeah. But in terms of, in terms of yourself, how do you feel a plant-based diet has helped your personal fitness? Oh, extraordinary, extraordinarily, because it's like I, it's like I tapped into like a whole another power source. So you what's know, the differences that you see? Um, just overall vitality and energy and health, you know, um, like when I was going to school to learn about holistic nutrition, um, one of the classes we taught, we, we, we um, went through was teaching about just um, like life force and food. Mm-hmm. Right there's this energy that's inside of raw food, and you don't get that when you're eating an uh, an Amer- uh, the the standard American diet. You don't get that no. standard American diet. It's all about grains, and it's all about cheese, and it's all about meat. your meat and your bacon, and it's all about um, you know maybe getting in a couple of greens and a salad every now and then. Right, where a plant based diet that I'm on is it starts with the greens, it yeah. starts with the cruciferous vegetables, it starts with the legumes. You know, it starts with the smoothies and all these things. All that food is just alive. You're having live food, live enzyme in your body, and everything just works better. So I just feel like when I when I did that, um, you know, I'm able to continue to stay fit because I got I got good nutrition. 
Yeah. It's just like you're, what you're eating is providing your body with life. And do you feel like you have a lot more energy? Do you feel like you recover faster? But yeah. All those things way faster. Yep. Totally. Yep. I mean, dude, that's exactly, yep. I mean, that's, I mean, that's exactly how I, how I felt. And I just feel, I swear my energy levels are always super high. Even last night I got maybe four to five hours of sleep Yeah, and I haven't had any caffeine Today. You're good. You're I'm good, baby. Already, <laughs> and I feel so good. I just feel so alive and energized and ready to go. And yeah. I already hit an early morning workout at, at six o'clock this morning. So yeah, that's yeah. where it's at. Yeah, dude, I can remember when I first um, when I first started experimenting with like plant based proteins, the mm-hmm. first plant based protein powder I had was like hemp protein. Mm-hmm. And um, dude, it was crazy. I know this is like an anecdotal thing to say. But I swear when I like after doing the workout, it's like my muscles came back much more dense i don't know what it was about the protein but i know that hemp seed is good because it has a high amino acid profile right but you know maybe there's a little placebo in there i don't know but i just literally felt like when i had those protein shakes it was like everything was getting absorbed everything was rebuilding the way it should and i just felt like i felt like a freaking superhero man like super dense muscle was getting built and i felt great Really? Dude, <laughs> yeah. I, I've never even, I've actually never tried hemp seed protein. I don't think I've ever had it just alone. I've yeah. always, it's usually, all, all, it's always like the pea protein, which is really good. Yeah. Brown rice protein, yeah. remember, like watermelon seed protein, some sunflower yeah. seed, the hemp seed. Yeah, give it a shot, man. It's a little, the stuff I was getting at the time was like really earthy and raw. So like I had to mix it in with like orange juice because it's like that really earthy, yeah. you know, pungent almost because that's what the raw you know the raw hemp seed tastes like but right. i like i liked it i wanted like i wanted the straight juice i was like give me no fillers just give me the whole thing yeah and that i mean it's just just keeping the minimal additives and preservatives and really trying trying to eliminate them from your diet and just feed, feeding your body with like the food that is going to provide you with that energy and vitality and that just life that's really what it's about yeah it's really what it's about man a lot of people are missing out on it you know what i mean and you know even the people that aren't plant-based. Like I got a lot of people who reach, like reach out to me. They say they're interested, mm-hmm. you know, and I just tell them like, just start, just start and just start swapping animal based proteins with a plant protein, like go 50%, let that be your start. Feel how that nutrition feels that like the absorption of it, the, 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 the satiation you get from it. Right. And then start from there, start from there. And then, um, yeah, you know, like, so, so I guess that, 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 so what would be a, what would be your three best tips for somebody looking to transition to a plant-based diet? Um, man, three best tips, I guess, number one would be make a freaking, make a good plant-based stir fry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Make a stir fry. There we go. Those are one of my favorite dishes. Uh, cause you can really play with the flavor. Um, you can add different elements to it, like crunch and you can add some cabbage, you can add kale, you can add whatever vegetables you'd like. I just, I think that's just like a go-to dish. Like, get like a plant-based. It seems like tip number one is get creative. Get creative. Yeah. Yeah. Get creative. Um, find a dish that you can make that's plant-based that you can enjoy the flavor of. Um, my tip number two would be just what I said. Like um, if you're really going from, let's just say the standard American diet and you want to make that transition, I would start with the protein sources, go halfway with your animal protein, with the plant-based protein. So if you're still enjoying salmon, then I want you to take your grilled salmon or whatever, and I want you to chop that portion in half, and I want you to add in like a plant-based 
protein like a legume, you know what I mean? Something like that. Tempeh, tofu, tempeh, tofu. maybe even a meat substitute. Yeah, even a meat substitute, do that and then boom, make that reduction and then just enjoy it, right? I think the biggest thing is for people in their mind, we've been so brainwashed, conditioned to think that we need protein, we need animal protein, we need lean cuts of beef and lean, um, lean cuts of chicken. Like you can really start to address that cognitive dissonance by just saying, all right, I'm gonna take this and go halfway with it. Let me see how I feel. Oh, wow, all right, I just had lunch today and my energy levels are good. Maybe my energy levels are better. You start there. Then maybe the next day you're going to go, you know what? I'm not going to have any salmon. I'm just going to go all legume or whatever it is, all tempeh with some stuff. And that's going to, that's going to start, that's going to start the mindset. Right. That's good. It's a mindset thing. I never even thought about doing the halfway. I've always just taught, just take that meat and replace it for a meat substitute. Uh, whether it be an actual meat substitute or something like tempeh, tofu, beans, legumes. But I do like, I think the halfway approach is is really good just to even get your foot in the door, you know, a couple toes in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good approach too. You know, I just know for me, I think I started with that. I started with the halfway thing. The halfway. Yeah. And it just seems like it's it's a lot more digestible, like, you know, feasible for people. Right. And so tip number three, what would you say? Uh, tip number three, let me see. Dang, I got to think about this one. Um, I would say, you know, do some kind of like, do some kind of cleanse, mm-hmm. you know, do that. Cause I think a big part of going plant-based is resetting your gut. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that part's overlooked. And when I know, like, actually, I'm really curious to see, to hear your take on this. Cause some people that I've tried to help go transition uh, some people have a bad experience from the start because they feel bloated. They feel like they're like inflamed. And um, the research I've seen is uh, one thing that could be causing that symptom for people is the gut bacteria. Because if you've been on a standard American diet, you don't really have the, the gut biome that is able to handle all the fiber and the richness of plant-based foods. So um, doing a cleanse and that that'll just help that'll help your microbiome. So when you start to eat more plant-based, your body can readily handle it all. So you don't feel like, oh man, plant-based isn't for me. I'm feeling bloated. Like, no, it's for everyone. You just got to do it in stages. You can't just go zero to a hundred because your, your anatomy has to catch up with it. Right. So what would you recommend as a cleanse? Um, you know, let's do something simple. Do a juice cleanse for three days. So do you only do juices? Because I've never been a big fan of juice. Well, not ju- not, yeah, not juicy. Like you can juice like vegetables too. Right. Well, not, no, just, not just fruit juice. Exactly. But I, I yeah. just mean, I just mean ju- the, the whole act of juicing. I've never personally been a big fan of juicing just because we have an anti-detoxific, we have a detoxification system, as you know, our mm-hmm. liver sends those, those, um, those, uh, the toxins in our body into our small intestine and they're carried out through the fiber in our stool. But what is lacking in the standard American diet is fiber. And the, the, the downside with the juice cleanses I find is because the juicing breaks down the fiber, you're not actually getting any fiber. So do you incorporate other foods other than just juices? Yeah. Yeah. So the way I do the juice cleanse would be, um, and I actually have this, um, you know, maybe I can drop it somewhere in the show notes for people as like a freebie, but you can, um, you'll do a juice like throughout the day. And then at the end of the day, you'll have a plant rich dinner. That's like solid food. 
Okay, I understand. So it's not just juices. You're eating solid food as well. Yeah, yeah. And can you yeah. have solid food, other like plant-rich solid food during the day as well? I would try not to. Okay. Because you so- want to give your body that flush, right? So the majority of the day, you're just not, everything's liquid. You're, you're, it's it's going to really help flush the system. It's going to help, uh, you know, basically massage your gut. Right. And then at the end of the night for dinner, have some solid food for dinner, have like, you know, you can do a, a vegetable roast medley with some Brussels sprouts or some sweet potato, onion, asparagus, whatever, whatever it is, but have that be your dinner for solid food and then go back to the juice the next day. Do that for like three days. And I find that it's a really good, uh, it's a really good cleanse for people because on top of just getting your gut ready for the meat, a lot of people are addicted to sugar and all this other stuff. And we got to clear right. all that out too. So you, so you recommend this for someone who's used to eating the standard American diet. Yeah. That would be a good start just so they can really start experiencing the benefit of all of these nutrients. And I do agree with you. The reason people who go from a standard American diet right into a plant-based diet without any meat or animal products is because, and they feel all of that bloating. It's, it's exactly what you said. You just don't have the gut biome yet to process all of those fibrous fruits, vegetables, leafy greens, whole grains, legumes. You just, your, your body can't fully process them yet. And mm-hmm. so it, it gets bloated. That's its response. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, yeah. And I think, uh, you follow Dr. Dr. Mc- oh gosh, Dr. Gregor, Dr. Yes. Gregor. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, dude, he, uh, he, he released like a really good video on the gut biome and how it can literally change in a matter of days, you know, it really can. it can change in a matter of days, whatever you're putting in your body. Yeah. So, so I do, I, I actually never really, yeah. Cause I've, I've always been more or less, anti-juicing because I see people go on, you know, a lot of people take juicing to the extreme. They'll go on a juice cleanse where they're literally only doing juices for a week or two weeks at a time. And it's just, it's, it honestly is going to have a net, it's going to backfire in the long run because it's kind of like that all or nothing. You're going from one extreme to the other, you're restricting yourself. You're not going to take in enough nutrients. On top of that, like I was saying, our bodies naturally detoxify themselves with our liver by passing those toxins into our small intestine and then flushing them out of our body with the fiber. Juicing takes away the fiber from the fruit and vegetables. But I like your approach to the juice cleanse where it's almost like a fast, essentially, during the day. You're having those vitamins, minerals come into your system, and then you're consuming wholesome, fibrous, plant-rich foods at the end of the night that are whole and they're not, they're not, you know, they're in solid form, which is going to actually provide your body with that fiber. So you can continue that flushing pot process with your liver and your small intestine. And it's only three days, which is, it's not long at all. And it's just like a good quick reset. I like that approach. Yeah, you're right. And you're right, man. Some people go too hard on it, man. And I'm the same way. That's why like, you know, like I make a lot of smoothies and, um, you know, someone commented on one of my things yesterday. She was like, oh, I have a smoothie every day, fruit smoothie every day. And I was like, just watch out for that. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, you know, too much of the something that's good isn't good for you. Right. Same thing with juicing. Like juicing can be good intermittently. Right. Do it for three days. Maybe do it once a month, every other month. Right. But to do it extended, like you see some people do, like I'm like, ah, I don't know if I can get on board with that because of all the reasons you just said, you know? 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but I, I definitely do think that's a really good approach to juicing and something that I'm actually might, I mean, you've, you've piqued my interest in actually wanting to give juicing a try by doing it in that, in that form for just three days. That's uh, that's really smart. So those, those are good, really good tips. So number one, you said get creative. Yes. Number two, take the halfway approach by replacing that animal protein. And number three, do a quick re, uh, juice reset cleanse to help uh, kind of get the, that good bacteria into your gut to help reshape your gut, reshape your gut biome. So then once you start going fully plant-based, your body can actually process those nutrients so you don't experience all the bloating. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. No, those yeah. are really, really, really good tips. Thanks. So tell, tell me a little, bit about, a little bit about your coaching and your company, Drive Your Health. Uh, yeah. So drive your health. I started it cause, um, you know, I wanted to take like a, it's like an integrative approach to fitness and nutrition and mindset, you know? Um, and my coaching is online. I do personal training in person as well, but, um, you know, mostly it's going to be, a, it's a, it's an online coaching pro program. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, taking people from basically square one to, you know, standard American diet, not eating well, terrible relationship with food and, you know, a week by week step process to, just developing a better relationship with food and developing those lifestyle patterns and habits so that you can really support yourself in making a dietary and fitness lifestyle change. Um, and yeah, you know, just learn all the, just kind of relearn the information because we've been, there's so many misconceptions out there about what good nutrition is. Right. So my program is really about just hitting the reset button, kind of relearning some things and taking you through the process of how can you build a um you know a sustainable lifestyle for yourself however however that looks so it's it, yeah it's not a quick fix it's really a growth process yeah it's a growth process it's a learning process you know that's and that's what it's about it's really what it's all about it's about learning and and growing that's how you grow is you learn invest in that education yeah yeah it's awesome and the people that and people that really invest and they really put their brain and their minds and their heart into it, they get great results, you know? And you know that too from being a coach, the people who actually say, I'm gonna sit here, Bobby tells me to read this, I'm gonna freaking read it. Like, there's so many things that happen when you just trust and just dive in. And you try and, to trust the process, yeah. Yeah, yeah, trust the process. Yeah, yeah, and it, re it really does make a difference because once you make that full investment, that's when you really start seeing the results because ultimately as health coaches, we can teach you everything you need to know. We can help you through every single obstacle that you face along the way. But at the end of the day, that change that you want to see, that ultimate change that you want to see has to come from within. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him or her drink. You have to spark that from within yourself. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important. Yeah. So I think that's a great way to, tra to, to, to transition into our creative segment, Growth Spurts and Growing Pains, which we do at the end of every show, where we talk about a recent growth spurt that you have had, something that you have recently accomplished that you're proud of, health, work, or life related. And then on the other end of that, a growing pain, something that you're still trying to get better with, health, work, or life related. So we'll start right at the top with a recent growth spurt of yours. Um, all right, man, I'm going to go over this one. <laughs> Growth spurt would be, let's see, let's see, let's see. I guess I'll take it on the topic. Too many. <laughs> too many growth spurts. No, uh, let's take on the topic of fitness. I did a little challenge myself this year to run every single day, uh, for a minimum of 10 minutes. 
And it was more, the reason why I wanted to do it was I was actually inspired by this, uh, this guy I follow on YouTube. He's a crazy runner. Saw him do it. And I was like, man, that's freaking awesome. So a piece for me, it was like, I want to get ready for this marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if I can do this running every day, it's going to really set me up. And then also there's like this mental thing where there was a lot of things I wanted to do for myself and just getting that internal discipline to like stick with something and like just just stay on track with it running every day for 10 minutes it's like i'm attaching that to all the other things i want to do in my life Mm. and i've been telling myself like hey man if you can't run for 10 minutes like that's like not even one percent of the day if you can't do that for yourself then what what can you actually freaking do for yourself right right so um i started doing that in january i've only missed two days man only missed two days damn (laughs) <laughs> so I'm doing pretty good. I, I, and, you know, I knew I wasn't going to be perfect for this life, but um, I think that's a big growth spurt for me because it's just the, um, the persistent, the consistency, dedication, just doing something that's good. How long do you think that this is going to last, this challenge? Is it a year-long thing? You have to do it every, every day for 2020? Yeah, man. Ooh. Every day for 2020, man. Every day for 2020, baby. So good thing we haven't had that tough of a winter yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, it's kind of slowly creeping up on spring now into summer. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been I do the treadmill though. You know what I mean? That's true, really what true. I do. So true. I do the treadmill and I run, I do like we have a bigger gym. So I run some laps inside the gym. So it's been working. That's awesome. And, and that's, that is really what it's about. What's ultimately going to lead to those lasting results is commitment and consistency. That's the difference between those who see the results and those who stay the same and, and building that discipline. That's something my dad personally taught me growing up. If you want to see, if you want to see success, you have to stay disciplined. So I love it. That's a great growth spurt. Good. Yeah. You know, congrats. Good for you. Thanks, brother. So on the opposite end of that, holding ourselves accountable, what's a recent growing pain of yours, something that you're still trying to get better with? Um, growing pain of mine. Um, you know, I would just say the taking on entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just all the things that come with it, doing the work, the perf- like the self-development, uh, you know, just taking ownership. That's, uh, it's not that, not to say that I'm not doing okay, but it's a growing pain in the sense that I know there's things I have to continue to work on. Yeah. You know, and um, it's just like you said, that persistence and just sticking with it and uh, trusting the process and, you know, all those things just continue to just lay it down and practice. And, um, you know, that's, that's something I, I know I can always get better at. So that's a, yeah, right Dude, and, that's, and that's what we have for. We're both entrepreneurs and we just keep bouncing these ideas and growing with each other and just leveling ourselves up day by day. And, and I mean, that's, that's, that's one of the things I personally love about entrepreneurship. Each day is a new challenge. Each day, we're always solving problems. There's always something new to take on. And, yeah. and I, that's what I love about it because it's just constant growth. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's constant growth. And um, it's, it's fun. It's challenging. And it's worth it. You know, it's totally. worth it when you're doing it for the right reasons, like you are like myself. Exactly. Yeah, it's worth it. It makes you get up every day. And you're like, you know what, let's let's go do something. You know? Yeah. I know. I literally wake up every day with a purpose and with a passion, just ready to start the day. And I, I just, I I think I'm going to bed at night. I'm thinking about, man, I I got this today. I I can do this today. Okay, I can do this today. And something for myself, a recent growth spurt, and I've stuck to this since the new year. 
is I have been hitting every single one of my workouts in the morning. I wake up at five or six o'clock in the morning and I get to the gym by 5.30 or 6.30 at the latest. Yeah, let's go. Good for you. That's awesome, bro. And I, I swear it's made the biggest difference. My productivity has gone through the roof. I just feel so much better overall. I look, I'm looking forward to every single one of my workouts because I have the most energy when I wake up in the morning versus yeah. working out midday or later at night when I'm tired. Yeah. And I get to just focus on my work, on my business throughout the rest of the day. So that's, uh, you know, it's, it's awesome when we make those little changes in ourselves. And it's like the same thing with you running just at least 10 minutes every day and sticking to it. You know, at, at first it might be hard, but now you're seeing the rewards of that with yeah. discipline you're, you're building. Yeah, man. It's just like you said, it's like you get this, it's like a daily thing now. Like there's not a day I wake up and I say, I'm not going to run. It's like brushing my teeth. If I right. go to bed at night and I didn't do it, like I'm going to freaking go. Like, dude, there were nights. Now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when I tell you there were nights, I went to the gym at like 11 o'clock, bro. Like I'll just go. Like I have to go. Right. I just, it just won't sit right with me. So. It's, um, that's a good though. That's a good feeling. Like, I think everyone should have that kind of internal standard for whatever you want to do in your life, Mm -hmm. whether it's business related, relationship related, health and fitness related, whatever, like set your own bar and metric and don't let anyone else get between that because Mm -hmm. that's, what's going to ultimately make you a happy person. And that's, what's going to make you show up better in, in all your areas of your life. Exactly. Investing in yourself from the inside out and just sticking, sticking to it, really sticking to it. Cause you could probably attest it wasn't, it, it wasn't easy at the beginning. Was it? No, it still isn't easy. There's still days where I'm like, fuck, damn. Right, yeah. Let me just go. Let me just go. You know what I mean? Like there's still days like that. Yeah. Likewise. And you know, I, I uh-huh. tried like I have my clock set for five o'clock every day, Monday through Friday. But there's some days where I wake up and I'm like, damn, you know, I've only gotten like four hours of sleep. Maybe I'll try to get another hour of sleep right now. You know, and so it's not, I'm not perfect. We're not perfect. We don't expect any of our clients to be perfect. We don't expect anybody following us to be perfect. Yeah. Out showing up and putting your best effort forth. Hell yeah. That's it. That's what it's about. Dude, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yo, it was, so, it was so great to have you on the show, man. So before, before we wrap it up, is there anything else that you would like to add or to say to to the listeners? Um, I mean, not much. We covered basically everything. I'll just say if anyone's listening and they, you know, they're a little intrigued on how to go plant-based, reach out to me, reach out to Bobby. Um, you know, we, we love this kind of stuff. We'd love to help you get on track. So, you know, don't hesitate to, to reach out to us for support. That's, that's really why we're here. Um, and yeah, you know, I believe in everybody who's trying to make a health change. So, but if no one's in your, and no one's on your side and in your, let's say like on your sideline to, to make a positive change in your just corner, you know, in your corner, you know what I mean? Like we were there. So that's, that's all I want to say to everybody out there. That's awesome. That's a great, that's a great message. And so again, guys, Des has a great support group going on on Facebook. That's your, that's his drive your health community. Okay. So that's drive. You are health. Um, that's his Facebook community. Make sure you guys go join that. It's completely free. He posts motivational, daily motivational, educational um, posts every day to keep you up. And they're all, of course, all plant-based. And then you can also find him on Instagram at Des Harris Fit. And if you guys are a runner, highly, highly, highly 
recommend checking Des out. He provides tons of free, informative, informational uh, content, especially when it comes to fitness and in terms of running. So if you guys are really looking to get into marathon running yourself or just 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, um, I highly recommend checking Des out. And again, that is at Des Harris Fit, D-E-S-H-A-R-R-I-S. Uh, F-I-T, Des Harris Fit on Instagram. All right, guys, so until the next one, again, this is Plant Strength Radio. I'm your host, Bobby Lynch, and I'll see you guys soon. Plant Strength Radio is hosted by Bobby Lynch, produced and edited by Kiwan Harrison. Special thanks to our guest, Desmond Harris. If you would like to hear more podcasts like this, please like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts can be streamed. To learn more about Plant Strength, the company behind this podcast, please visit www.plantrainperformance.com or follow us on social media at Performance. Plant Strength, sustainability for mind, body, soul, and the environment. Thank you for listening.